Okay, I'm back. And uh, to be honest, whew, I'm really not that excited. I mean, I'm excited to finally be able to like tell this part because axe retreats are like full on secret society, man. Like they do not want you to tell people what goes on there. And I don't know, maybe the reason why is because it's problematic, <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot of people who don't really know the extent of things that go on in an axe retreat, and we really need to talk about it because it's abusive. I'm just gonna come out and say it, it is abusive, and I will stand by that. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the retreating experience, and as things come up, I'm gonna tell you how it is or not problematic. Um, I'm just gonna freeball it to be honest because I think that ends up working better anyways <laughs> So yeah, okay Axe retreat if you don't know Now, you know, I'm sorry if you don't know what it is An axe retreat is basically like a three-day ish like it's Thursday night until Sunday afternoon um, retreat and you kind of just go out to like a cabin in the woods or like some of them are still in the city but it's supposed to be somewhere secluded so that you can get away from the world because in the catholic like community i guess there was this saying it's like not of this world like other people don't get it because like we're not of this world like we're too holy like you're not gonna understand not holy just brainwashed okay so um yeah you're gonna be going somewhere i did some like in log cabins i did do some in the city it really doesn't matter but it's this like little place resort if you will and you're gonna go and learn a lot about god and like find healing and closure and so like off the bat it kind of doesn't sound too bad like you know, the first time I went, 13-year-old girl, eh, I could probably use, like, a good little weekend to work on myself, you know? Um, lol. <laughs> little did I know this was, like, gonna be freaking crazy. Okay, so it starts like you go on a bus you may or may not know people but you probably know someone on team so i guess that's another thing i should probably explain axe retreats are run by a team and there's teen axe retreats there's women's axe retreats and then there's men axe retreats so obviously the team is going to be made up of like just men for the men's ones just women for the wins uh for the women's one and teenagers of both sexes so yeah that like the team is made up of your peers people that you might know or go to school with stuff like that so you're kind of with people that you eh, at least semi-trust you know um so you know that you're probably not in danger well <laughs> lol um yeah and get on this huge bus they take you out to the location and the moment you get there they're like cheering they're like wow god loves you we're so happy that you're here some of them will have like air horns or some of people are like 
swaying back and forth you have like freaking how great is our god like playing in the background like <laughs> and they're just like swaying back and forth and you're like oh my god what the hell i like i didn't know what word i was gonna say there for a moment <laughs> but i was like what the hell did i just get myself into and then like you all walk in a in a line into a room and then everyone kind of introduces themselves and they break the ice and then they probably go over some rules you eat uh so you're kind of like comforted you're comforted now you're like okay that was kind of weird in the beginning but like hey it's not that bad <laughs> it's like baby steps you know yeah and then they just completely hit you with a sack of bricks um, because that very first night they hit you with a complete reenactment of Stations of the Cross. <laughs> they hit you with a complete reenactment of Jesus dying by crucifixion being whipped and like scorned i don't know the word yeah whipped and scorned the entire time they they subject you to that <laughs> is is no one gonna gonna talk about that and okay i'm like not convinced it gets worse so okay they they dead ass start this play with Judas's kiss and Jesus's road to crucifixion and they go through all of the stations and the entire time so the people of the team are dressed up as like either civilians or they have a role in this little play or they're like Roman soldiers and the Roman soldiers are whipping the person playing Jesus who keep in mind the person playing Jesus is um carrying a cross they're whipping the person playing Jesus yelling at him that like basically he's a piece of shit <laughs> and saying that like he ain't shit you're not a real king blah 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 stuff like that not only are they yelling and whipping and of course there's fake blood oh there's fake blood everywhere there's fake blood on the whips there's fake blood on his crown of thorns like yeah and you're seeing this <laughs> you're seeing this i i saw this for the first time as a 13 year old yeah with with no warning either like damn at least give me a fucking trigger warning <laughs> but no they just they just throw you into this and that's not even the worst part the worst part is that the entire time they're yelling and you're the reason we're doing this it's because you lie you cheat you steal you watch porn you disrespect your parents you listen to music that has bad words like they're, they're just listing off all these terrible things that teenagers could do some of them that aren't even like really sins you know and they're yelling that at the crowd the whole time and saying aren't you gonna go help him aren't you gonna go help him carry his cross for your sins like that's emotionally abusive you are showing somebody someone else in pain not just in pain being tortured being scrounged like i know it's just a play but like we know what it stands for 
your subconscious mind knows what it stands for um yeah you're watching someone being beaten and saying that it's because of you if that's not guilt tripping i don't know what is if that's not emotional manipulation they're showing you this to make you feel guilty that's literally what emotional manipulation means it's problematic it really is <laughs> and yeah so they, they go through this whole play this whole play and i'm saying like jesus is crucified on the cross like they have a cross and a guy just like standing there of course he's not like like no there's not actual nails in his hand at least not on the ones i went on <laughs> but um he's just kind of standing on a little ledge but like yeah he's up on the cross with uh barbarous and fuck the other guy's name i don't even think he has a name i think it's just thief two or like something like that <laughs> But, um, it's Barabbas. Ugh. What did I say? Barbarous? Oh, God. Everyone's gonna think I'm dumb. It's Barabbas, though. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, yeah, as if that that in itself is, is a lot. It's just a lot to take in, right? And then at the end, they say, go back in silence and reflect on all the ways that you sin and that you could have hurt god and blah 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 so then you're literally told to go to timeout. <laughs> come on literally told to go to timeout, and then you wake up the next day you go to mass against your own will <laughs> or religion sometimes people went who weren't catholic uh and they were still forced to attend catholic mass um went to mass sometimes you even pray to rosary which again is a catholic thing some people weren't catholic anyways um and then you eat breakfast and then starts uh the emotional exhaustion like they oh my gosh just said the they throw such heavy shit at you the whole entire time. I mean, the basis of an axe retreat is to get you to finally reach your breaking point. They want you to have a mental breakdown so that you can conform to their idea, like way of thinking. They want you to cry, to break down, to, to feel guilty, to, to get healing or whatever through god like to be able to keep you in the group so that you can form like does that make sense still not convinced okay let's keep going with the story <laughs> acts uh it's adoration community theology and service and of course they have like little presentations and they tell you what that means in the catholic faith blah 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 but also each little group has um skits icebreakers and pts pt is something called personal testimony where honestly um the team members which keep in mind like i only went on teen retreats so these are teenagers just get up there and talk about all the shit they're going through <laughs> all the shit that makes them depressed or anxious or question if they even want to be alive <laughs> um yeah they they get up there and just spill it all all their hardships and i get it that can be very healing 
for the person because you know they're able to release but to just dump that on everyone (laughs) to just dump that on everyone on all the retreatants on all of the team members on all of the adults that are there the young adults like and for the person to have to tell their entire story and sit there and have an entire room watch them cry it's like we're all experiencing we're all experiencing a small trauma together because it is traumatic it's traumatic to see someone in the middle of a room just break down crying sometimes it was hysterically too like oh my goodness and to have this not only just happen once but Like I said, every group has three PTs. There are four groups. That's 12 PTs that you're going to hear at least. At least. Just over those two days. (laughs) That's what I mean when I say emotional exhaustion. They want to, like, make the air in the room so heavy that you just, like you break down too, you conform, you see that everyone is breaking down, so you do the same. Group think, sociology, come on, let's think about it, let's talk about it, for real, (laughs) I'm being for real. I think this is problematic. There's, There's never a counselor there, there's never any psychology behind it, people just rely on the Holy Spirit. If that's still not enough to convince you, I'm like, don't worry, there's plenty more. (laughs) Um, Aside from all of that, there's something on Friday known as reconciliation, aka just fucking nightmare fuel, basically. And I want everyone to know the very first time I experienced what I'm about to tell you, the very first time I experienced this, I was 13. I don't give a fuck what anyone says 13 is still a child and i don't think i should have been subjected to this i didn't know this was going to happen before signing on to go to a retreat i I didn't know that (laughs) that i was going to have to experience what i'm about to tell you okay so recon first i'm just going to tell you the retreatant experience I think it's like Friday afternoon, you get taken to a room. And keep in mind, like, you don't know what's going to go on. Like, you don't know what's happening. They don't even tell you what time it is. I'm like, there's some other things that I haven't explained that are pretty uh, (laughs) culty. Okay, first of all, they take your phone and watch. And basically, any way that you could connect or communicate with the outside world. So you're not supposed to have any connection with anyone. You're not supposed to know what time it is. They will not tell you what time it is. You're you're not allowed to know. They say, we're on God's time. It shouldn't matter. But it's all about control. (laughs) Let's be honest. Um, You can't do anything by yourself. You can't, like, go to your room by yourself. You can't even walk to the bathroom by yourself. You have to have someone escort you you're completely out of you're you're being completely controlled the entire time (laughs) um you can't even serve yourself like grab your own plate and like they say like oh this is service like we're serving you you're our guests sure (laughs) uh so there's that and they're also 
feeding you like high calorie like snacks and shit the whole time waking you up super early going to bed late um i just want y'all to know everything that i like listed are tactics cults use whenever someone comes and like visits them so that they never leave (laughs) yes okay anyways back to the story reconciliation i don't know like what we're going to or what we're gonna go do but we we go sit in this room kind of in rows on the floor it's dark um there's other people in there obviously but like lights are off yeah and all the retreatants are just sitting on the floor like little kindergartners (laughs) uh you're wondering what the heck is gonna happen and then they start playing this thing this audio clip on youtube called the letter to hell uh i'll see if i can add it in here because oh my god that would be great but also terrifying well not it's not that scary it's just obviously it gave me like trauma (laughs) but anyways um it might be copyrighted though so i'm not sure i'm gonna have to look into that but i'll do my best to describe it so the letter to hell is (laughs) basically this like audio monologue and it's this guy who was in a car accident and died And at first, he's confused. He's like, where am I? (laughs) Where are you? (laughs) Okay, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Who let me? Okay. (laughs) He's like, where am I? Um, Like, confused. He doesn't know that he's dead. And then he figures it out. Um, And his name isn't in the book of life. His name is not on the list. He was not a good enough Christian. He wasn't a Christian at all, actually. And so he went to hell. And um, he's, like, being dragged there, literally by demons. Keep in mind, like, this is an audio clip. So just there's, like, background noises of, like, screaming. And he's like, ah, like, he's being dragged to hell. Like, (laughs) we're sitting in the dark. I'm I'm a little bit scared. And so, like, he's being dragged to hell. He's like, it hurts. I'm, like, scared. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, weren't you a Christian? Like, you should have told me that you knew about Jesus. And then, like, (laughs) oh, my God. Like, in the audio, like, you could hear his heart pounding. He's like, my heart is pounding. I'm terrified. I could hear them coming for me. Like, people just to come toward, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this this is being played. You could hear, like, screeching as they, like, open the door to go get him and drag his ass to hell. Anyways, all I remember is the way that it ends is he's, he's in hell already. He's accepted his fate, and he's like, I wish you and then like before any of us have time to process what happened this song starts playing and in comes another traumatic skit (laughs) called the set me free skit so after that this music starts playing and people on the action tree dressed as demons come walk through the row of retreatants and they're crawling and like 
like touching you and like what's the word oh clawing at you while they're crawling through the rows and like sometimes they're wearing scary masks because i've been on a lot of axe retreats obviously sometimes they're wearing scary masks sometimes they have like makeup on and it's it's like you're instantly in a what's it called like uh god oh haunted house it's like you're instantly in a haunted house and i don't know about you but i'm like a pussy like i don't i don't like to go to haunted houses so i would not have like if i would have known that was a part i would not have wanted to go and like i mean it wasn't that long but i didn't know what was gonna come i had no clue that that was gonna happen i was already scared sitting in the dark you feel someone touch your shoulder you turn and it's a demon like that kind of does something to you <laughs> i kind of wish i had a warning at least you know and so like these demons are crawling through the rows and they're followed by satan himself who has chains around his neck and he's like whipping them on the floor and like one of the chains like went around my shoulder and like they went and did this skit basically of this guy who like kind of stumbles into hell and the devils and the, the devil and the demon are like fighting over his soul with god oh god I'm like, that was so much. I feel like I just relived it all over again. <laughs> that took so much out of me. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. I'm back and I'm better. <laughs> okay. Um, and so basically, after all that, they read something called an examination of conscience right before you're about to go to confession. And confession is when you go and say all of your sins before a priest so that way your soul can be clean again. Or at least that's what they say it's for. I don't know, it's kind of weird to go tell all your secrets to an old man in a closed environment. But like, hey, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> so they have things called examinations of consciences which is kind of a breakdown of the ten commandments and different ways that you can like sin it's like not only do you have all the commandments which already kind of keep you in check but you have all these you know separate rules to each commandment that you have to upkeep as well and so they make you feel bad for like for example, have I missed mass on Sundays or holy days of obligation? Like, you gotta go to every single mass. And if not, you're a bad person. And they, like, they push that on you. Like, this is emotional manipulation. They are showing you something terrifying. Telling you what they want in a person. How they want you to act. And they're making you go apologize for not acting that way. <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't emotional manipulation, I don't know what is, y'all. And it's just like, I would strongly encourage all of you to like, go look at a Catholic examination of conscience. Like, just look one up. All of them are crazy. <laughs> all of them are, are crazy, but I don't think you understand like having this been a part of my life since i was seven i didn't even think that this could be false like that was not even a possibility that 
ever ran across my mind and that is scary because I didn't choose that (laughs) I didn't yeah well I'm like whatever we're not even gonna get into that that's not the purpose of this part of the podcast but but yeah that's oof that's terrifying just even more manipulation Friday night now we're on to Saturday. I like I'm hope y'all are still with me. I know I got kind of off topic there. <laughs> but now we have Saturday and it's just the same like the same PTs followed by like games and skits. And so it's like you're kind of going through an emotional roller coaster from the moment you get there. <laughs> um just a lot of highs and then feeling bad about yourself or getting sad. Um cuz they do talk about you know things like mental illness or just like things that people struggle with and so like yeah it's kind of therapeutic because you get healing and crying and all of that stuff but I would just my uh what's what's it called suggestion to the archdiocese or even the vatican is that I think a counselor like needs to be like included like, if you wanted to be a Christian counselor, okay, fine, whatever. But you, if you want to, like, get into that deep of shit <laughs> with kids, you need to have someone who knows how to do it. To be a part of acts, all you have to do is volunteer. I don't even think I had to show a form of ID or anything for that background check, to be honest. <laughs> I feel bad that I was involved, and honestly, if anyone out there who I was on axe with if I like helped you out in any type of way I'm so glad I could help but I'm also so sorry if you feel like I kept you in something that was kind of toxic for you you know anyways moving on okay (laughs) um they would just continuously emotionally exhaust you like throwing this at you throwing that at you it was always like emotionally heavy and then lighthearted. emotionally heavy lighthearted. <laughs> um <clears throat> and honestly by saturday things were like pretty like everyone was basically conformed by saturday night we even had this ceremony called agape where everyone wore white robes or like everyone on the team or whatever like the people putting it on wore white robes which i don't know kind of sketch anyways um white robes and it was kind of like the last supper and celebrating our new axe family like dead ass it was like now you're one of us and we know it here's some bread and cheese and sparkling grape juice (laughs) the next day was kind of the last day and it was a lot of most mostly just like cleaning up bonding you had like these things called i see jesus and you notes where like you would just write a note to someone and like oh my gosh, the freaking sexual tension, dude. Everyone would, like, write notes to, like, whoever you had a crush on. I'm like, ugh, I can't stand teenagers. But also, like, that's the age group. You have people who are 13 to, like, 18. Come on. They're gonna be immature. (laughs) Um, But anyways, 
and then everyone goes home and they feel like so relieved because you're on like a high because you were on such a low that now everything feels fucking euphoric um and you have this whole like family and you feel like you're just so much better and and yeah they basically love bomb you until you fall in love with Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ or not Jesus Christ God I guess (laughs) and that's gonna be my next episode God is a narcissist uh follow me to keep updates on that no i'm just kidding i probably won't make another episode i don't know to be honest it was really hard for me to film this it's still kind of hard to talk about because i was so sucked into it literally i've only been out of it maybe since summer (laughs) and it's now february so yeah that's kind of what an axe retreat was. I hope I explained well enough why I think it's so problematic. To me, it's basic brainwashing. I mean, let me lo- actually look up the definition of brainwashing. Hold up. Okay, so this is according to the Oxford Dictionary, which I would say is a credible source. Um... Brainwashing is the activity of forcing somebody to accept your ideas or beliefs, for example, by repeating the same thing many times or by preventing the person from thinking clearly. Um, I think it's both, to be honest. You're repeating God loves you, we love you all the time, and you're being emotionally manipulative and like making them feel guilty for what they've done and feeling as if they need to be saved. That's why everyone needs a savior, because they want you to believe that you need to be saved. They want you to think that there's something wrong with you. They want you to think that you're irredeemable. But God is going to be that one person that's going to do it for you. Which, I would say, prevents someone from thinking clearly that seems like brainwashing to me so yeah up to you let me know how you feel or don't just think about it and think about things think about life don't trust anything do your own homework and research and thanks for everything okay bye (laughs)